If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What is going on? You're listening to the Nintendo Powercast episode 160. I'm your host, N64 Josh, player two, Nintendo 89. What's going on, man? Hey, Josh. It's great to be here. How you doing? Oh, man, I am doing I'm doing <laughs> awesome. I'm doing awesome. I'm stoked to do more of these interview shows. But before we get started, guys, that music you just heard was from On Being Human. You can check them out on Spotify and YouTube. Remember, this is an unofficial Nintendo podcast. And if you'd like to get yourself a free book from Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash NPC. Pick up something awesome like Console Wars, Ready Player One. The chair I'm sitting in is from OPC. Go to n64josh.com slash OPC. You automatically save $10 at checkout. I love these chairs. I cannot recommend them enough. Lastly, if you want to get yourself an extra show, you can go to patreon.com slash n64josh for just a dollar. You get a, uh, a Q&A show. That's, uh, you know, the questions you ask and I answer them. So it's, it's a good time. So you can check that out at patreon.com slash N64Josh. With that, we're going to get to our announcements. Hey, listen. All right. Well, as you guys can see or hear, there's more NPC on the way. We are going to start incorporating way more interview shows as well as our new shows so that uh, you just get more NPC all the time. Okay. So that's, that's kind of the goal for this year. I'm just going to I'm just going to become a madman and start putting out as many uh, podcasts as humanly possible. So that's going on. We got some fun stuff happening in the Discord. We got a weekly Mario Golf tournament going on on the 3DS. We got weekly Mario Kart tournament going on on the Switch. We have a Smash Bros. tournament happens next Saturday, this coming Saturday, the second Saturday of each month. That's our Smash Bros. tournament. First prize is a $20 eShop card, second prize a $10, and third prize a $5 eShop card. So all the information for that is going to be in the Discord, which you can find by going to n64josh.com slash Discord. Uh, our typical shows happen Tuesday, Thursday, 630, uh, 6.30 on Tuesdays, 6.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time Tuesdays, and 4.30 on Thursdays. These interview shows are just going to be whenever, but I'm going to do them live whenever possible. So it'll be on twitch.tv slash N64Josh. I'm streaming every weekday starting at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We got the Smash Bros cast at 2 on Fridays. First looks are happening on Friday mornings. A lot of stuff going on, guys. It's going to be an amazing year. An amazing year. So with that, we're going to get to uh, we're going to get to our guest, Nintendo 89. Here we go. All right. So. Tenjo, how you doing, man? Yeah, I'm great, Josh. I'm awesome. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for reaching out to me. And um, yeah. Yeah, man. So we're going to we're going to get to know you. We're going to get to know your your history with Nintendo. So let's talk about uh, let's talk about where it started. Where's your what's your favorite console? What where did it all start? That kind of stuff. Just just take it away. So for me, um I think my first entrance into any gaming system was the Super Nintendo. Um, it was at my uncle's house. So my uncle was only three years older than me. Um, and we were both pretty young at the time. So I think, I, I, I don't know. I think I must've been about four. He'd have been as three years older. Um, and he had this amazing system, the Super Nintendo with Super Mario World and that game, the, the colors, um, the, the different levels, Yoshi, yes. that, that game blew everything out of my mind. And I'd seen games before. Um, my gran, I think, had had bought a like an Atari system. So when I go around her house, I play a bit. But I wouldn't really say that was an introduction to games. They didn't really get me wanting to play any play more. Um, but that Super Nintendo, I'll never forget it. And the the Super Scope, oh, we had so much fun with Dark Car Man. The, impossible to use, but oh, I loved it. Just going around the house, playing to shoot each other. I mean, it was so much fun. Um, so yeah, for me, it was that Super Nintendo. So now it comes to Christmas. 
I'm so excited to get the Super Nintendo. I see the box and uh, and I open it up and it's a Mega Drive. No. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Which, <laughs> so, I mean, my mum and dad, they, uh, they said that, you know, the Super Nintendo was at my uncle's house. So if I got the Mega Drive, then we could both play different systems, which would have been, you know, that's awesome. And I mean, I wasn't ungrateful. I'm just, I love that Mega Drive. Um, and I was a huge fan of the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoons. So I think that's where they sort of got the idea to get me a Mega Drive. Mm-hmm. And downside to that, apparently Sonic would be too hard for me. It'd be too fast. So instead I got Mickey's Castle of Illusion, um, which was a great game for the time. Um, I really enjoyed that game, Mickey's Castle of Illusion. Um, so, so yeah, so I'd go over to Uncle's house and I'd play these games and we'd go to Blockbuster and we'd rent different ones. And so you would play Star Fox, Super Mario Kart. Um, oh, that Super Nintendo, there was just nothing as nostalgic to me as that game's console. Yeah. And yet I never owned one until oh, I put it up on my Instagram. Probably about three or four months ago, I found one at a, um, at a car boot sale. So that's what we call a yard sale yep. in the UK. Do you guys have car boot sales? We have yard sales, um, you know. Yeah. You know. So um, we, so that's where I first got got my own super nintendo um but my first own nintendo console that was the n64 and um, so what happened is my my parents and it, do you remember that video i mean we all know the video the kid, i, I, I want to stop you real quick because i want to hear a few little more details about the <sighs> super nintendo that you found like were you freaking oh, yeah. out were you freaking oh, out when you okay <laughs> yeah so, <see? laughs> um, this guy i've been desperate for a super nintendo i've been going to yard sales um week on week it was like a, a religious thing for me i had to go every sunday morning i got my poor fiance up we're up there 5 a.m 6 a.m going <laughs> and i'm talking i'm not hitting one i'm hitting uh you know every single one that is open that day that i can drive to in opening times we were going um and she was amazing. She was really helpful with that. But I'd find little bits. There's a lot of McDonald's toys, you know, the McDonald's oh, Nintendo yeah. toys. You get a lot of those. So I buy anything that has a Nintendo themed when I'm there. Um, I think I'd picked up a Game Boy and that was the closest I'd got to a, like a system. And then that Super Nintendo when I walked past. And do you know what, Josh? It wasn't just a Super Nintendo. It was an N64 as well. So you had a Super Nintendo, an N64. I'd say there was probably about 20 to 30 games. Um, Jet Force Gemini for the N64, which I never owned. Yep. Um, so it was great to get that in my collection. Um, a ton of duplicates. So GoldenEye, Mar- uh, Super Mario 64, uh, Star Fox. And there was a ton, a ton of N64 uh, and Nintendo 64 games. But right next to it, sort of hidden a little bit, was the Super Nintendo. Um, I, I was just, uh, yeah. And they had Star Fox with it. Um what I said, Super Mario Super Circuit. Um, I think there was a Castlevania in there. It was just in, insane, the sort of games they had. Yes. Um, I was so happy. And so I, I was trying not to shake. I said, do you ever get this? If you see a massive good deal? And like, I'm going to find out the price. But he, I don't want him to know that I know what it's supposed <laughs> to be worth. And I'm not going to rip this poor guy off. But I, I need to make sure that um, I need to make sure that I'm getting a good deal out of it too. Um, so what he wanted for all of this, so like I said, there was so many games. I, in my head, I'm valuing this thing around £300 UK, mm-hmm. um, just for the amount that he had there. Um, and so I say to him, oh, so how much are you looking for? And he, he said, oh, I'd like £75. I said, oh, for which one? And he said, for everything. And so I, I in my pocket, I had a fiver. So I, I said, look, you, you, here's £5. If you would hold this for me, I'll go and get you the rest of the money. And I've, I swear I have never driven so fast in my life to the closest <laughs> cash point. I was dreading someone was going to pick this up. Yeah. And ever since that guy's got my number now and he'll ring me up. He's like, Oh, I've got a master system. I've got this. It's like, Oh, that's great. So I try and pass it on, but yeah. he hasn't had any more Nintendo, but that's, gotcha. that's my best find so far at a, at a garage sale. Yeah. We had last summer uh, or two summers ago, I was striking out of nothing. It's hard to find. Uh, it's hard to find. Yeah. the Nintendo stuff, especially the older stuff. Like t- it's, you just don't see it. You see PlayStation one titles. You might see some Wii stuff periodically, but I pulled up on one 
And this was the best, this was the best kind of, because you don't feel bad when you pay way less than you should have, because they, the lady was like five bucks. If you take all, like if you give me five (laughs) bucks, it's all yours. Like she just wanted it out to her. It was just garbage. The next step for this stuff was straight in the trash can. So I'm talking like 30 Game Boy games, like probably six or seven Game Boys plus DSs and like an e-reader, like the, the e-card reader. You no know. way. <laughs> yeah. She's, you know, so, <laughs> so by the, you know, by the time I had it all said and done, it was like, you know, okay, five for this box, 10 for that box. And like, you know, $20 later I left with, I don't even know the exact value of everything. It's dangerous, but, right? Yeah. But I was like, look, she's gonna, she's gonna throw this away. So I'm, I'm all about it. You know, like I'm, uh, this is this is like pure gold to me. <laughs> but it is. That's the thing. It, it, and yeah, they can see it in your eyes. I'm sure. I think. It's- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay. So then you know you got your you got your 64. You said that was your 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 first. So yeah. So and it was really sweet. So there was no games, and so I opened it. And like I said, do you remember the the N64 kid that we all have seen? Um, oh man, you should get him on the show. Find him. And you know the YouTube video? He opens it up and goes Dude, crazy. It's, it's kind of a goal for this year. I'm not even like, <laughs> I'm like, I got it. I bet you with the power of the internet, we could find this. If we could find him. Please so. do it. Um, but, but I was like that. I was so excited. Finally, my own Nintendo 64. No games. And then I hear a banging upstairs. And I said, like, oh, Santa must have left you something else. So I run <laughs> up, rip into Super Mario 64. Now my life changed forever. I have never, well, maybe Final Fantasy VII, but yeah, that was supposed to be on Nintendo. Um, I never have I spent so much time on it. Yeah, right. Um, Then I have with Super Mario 64. Um, And do you know what? I never 100%ed that game until about three, four years ago. There was always one star that I could never figure out where it was or what to do. And um, I think that was a really good journey for me, just finishing it off, finally getting getting over that same here man same here i did it last year it was the first time i finished that game that's awesome last year (laughs) (laughs) well yeah um there's certain games i will get to that i mean right i i i i I guess that part of that you get when games get so built up there's this anxiety that if you play that it's not going to live up to your expectations there's certain games that you just want to play so much, but everyone's like, oh, this game's incredible. And um, yeah, you just, you don't want it to ruin your love for a franchise. And it's sort of like when you were talking to um, uh, uh, the last guy you had on there, what was his name again? Gay the, retro. The retro game collector, yeah. Old retro school game retro game collector, game yeah. Collector, yeah. And, um, and when he was talking, when you were talking to him and you were saying, well, yeah, it's, the controls are a bit j- janky and, you know, the camera could be better and it's like if you'd have played it at the time oh yeah different right yep absolutely yeah. yeah it was revolutionary at the time but then you yeah. play odyssey and you know and then you go and play <laughs> or you play galaxy like the, i mean i love the galaxy games right even though i don't love controlling them with the the nunchuck and the uh <laughs> the Wii remote but like but, you know there were times that like i would make a jump that i would just complete like you know at like i would be this close to touching a star and because the camera <laughs> angle wasn't quite lined up, I would just jump and miss it and fall all the way back to the bottom of the stage. And everybody in my chat is like, what are you doing? How are you this bad at video games? I'm like, it's the camera, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, but, uh, yeah, no. So Super Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, um, we Lilac Wars. So that's Star Fox for us. Um, okay. Lilac Wars. These are all games that, oh, and the Rumble Pack, the large Lila Wars box. I vividly remember going in and buying that. There was, I don't remember buying PlayStation 1 games. I remember nothing about that. But that Lila Wars box with the Rumble Pack, and now my controller's going like this. Oh, yes. There's, there's, oh, man, that N64 day, that, that, those were some of my get best gaming years. And those cartridges still to this day, they're like trophies, right? You leave them on your shelf, and it's like reminders of the past. Um, I just wish you could yeah. read what they were on the top, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what the boxes are for, right? These cardboard Ex- boxes they give us, which Ex- have all gone squish. Um, yeah, sad times, sad times. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so that was me, N64. I did go get a PlayStation. Um, I've always been a gamer, I've always loved it. Um, but I, I got a PlayStation, still played a bit of Mega Drive, a uh, bit of Sega until obviously they disappeared. Um, and then after the Wii, 
so obviously I loved Wii. Uh, had so many games for my Wii. I think it was just I was the perfect age for it. I paid about triple the price you're supposed to pay for a Wii because it was that time. And it was uh, there's a local uh, in the UK. We have Game. I think they're owned by GameStop now. Um, but I, I what they did is because it was so limited, instead of just selling the Wii console, yep. they would have the Wii and about ten games yes. for a much higher price. And you had to buy the bundle, otherwise you don't get it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I I got roped into that. But luckily, it came with like WarioWare Smooth Moves, a game I would have never played without that bundle because. You know, you see that sort of game on the shelf, it looks a bit daft, but when you play it, oh, the, oh I love that game. Yeah. Whereas is one of the greats. Um, bring back WarioWare for Switch. Um, yeah. Yes, bring it back, please. Um, what about yeah. the, the GameCube, we, though? Was there a GameCube? GameCube. Oh, yeah. How do I get the GameCube, hey, man? you know, it, um, it happens. It's, it's all good. So I think the reason behind <laughs> me for getting the GameCube is half the... So again, it's a recent post I did on Instagram. <laughs> I try and just... Push GameCube down. Um, the reason being is that when we came out, I traded in pretty much everything that I had on GameCube. Mm. Pretty much everything. Um, I just, I thought, oh, well, all these newer games, I don't need Luigi's Mansion anymore. Oh, I don't need, um, oh, oh, gosh knows what. But I kept Super Smash Bros. I never got rid of Smash Bros. And um, I kept Sonic Rush. Is it, was it? No, not Sonic Rush. It was called Sonic Adventure DX. Yeah, is it? Sonic Adventure Battle 2. That's it. I've actually got it here. <laughs> right here. The reason being, I thought it was a little funny thing that I'd share with you on this. So in the UK, when this game came out, um, so this is how low, I guess, the game's expectations were at the time. Um, they had an event in London, in one of the biggest London game stores. Um, and if you turned up dressed as a character from Sonic the Hedgehog, you got a copy of the game for free. So what I did, I did a lot of drama when I was a bit younger and my agency called me up and said, oh, can you come down? Um, you're going to be paid to dress up as a Sonic character. Basically, the company are worried that not enough people are going to rock up and it's going to look stupid. And so the only people that did rock up was about the 15 of us that were hired to look like Sonic. And um, I'll never forget, I was so happy. I was like, oh, I'm going to get a free game. This is amazing. Yeah, they didn't give us one. No. And so I had to go to the counter and buy it. But, uh, but hey, that's, you know, that's one of my GameCube memories right there. Um, and the GameCube controller is still, like, that controller just feels good. And the, the, the uh, shoulder buttons, um, I, you know, I just, I think it's amazing. There you go. Oh, it's the one you made, right? Yeah, I love this thing, oh, dude. <laughs> Absolutely love it. The black and the white. Like, I totally agree. Other than the, the D-pad was like a lucky charm. It was a little bit small, <laughs> you know. But I still played some Tony Hawk on that thing. Like like a lot, you know, and it did, it did all right. It did all right. But, uh, yeah, that D pad is pretty, pretty tiny. <laughs> and I never understood why the C stick didn't have a, like, didn't have more of a surface for your thumb. <laughs> you right. Know? I'm like, well, I guess we had smaller thumbs. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, maybe, maybe that's, Maybe that at least it was a stick this time, unlike the 64 controller that it was just four buttons, you know. Yeah, the four so. buttons is, was real fun on those uh first person shoot, <laughs> it dude. It was really well, something. yeah. It was uh, it, it was it was backwards, you know. If you tried to go after playing <laughs> Halo or something and you go back and play like Goldeneye, and you're like, I can't, I can't do this, you know. I did yeah. find out recently, I think I've talked about it on here. If you actually put your left hand on the D pad. It works the same as the yellow buttons. And so you can actually play the old games, the old first person shooters, exactly how you play a modern shooter. And so it, it works. I mean, you're still running around with a D pad, so it's a little, it's a little (laughs) odd, but I mean, you, you do all your looking with the, uh, with the stick in the middle and then run around with the D pad you can still reach a and B with your thumb. You're just reaching, you know, you just, it takes, it's a little bit of a reach, but it's not bad. So I think I had that down in gold. I was, oh. <laughs> did you ever play with two controllers you know the, you could do a set you could you could plug in two controllers for one person and then you'd have two sticks that was okay, mind blown mind blown <laughs> <laughs> really you're making that up i'm not i'm not oh, now i sound stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah look look uh if you ever hook up your 64 check it out um, i'm gonna do it after this i think yeah. i have to try that out <laughs> the n64 is always hooked up you've got to keep that bad for going yeah. plus the n64 is hooked up because recently i finally got conquer's bad verde oh and nice yeah that is a fun like you said though going back the camera and stuff like that it, it's hard but it, it's 
worth it's worth the slug. Yeah, and I mean, without those games, right? They that was it was the starting point for for what we have now. What you know for modern three D games. So I mean, it it's all going to be a you know. I mean, go back to like go back to like I was when I had my uncle on. We were talking about adventure. You know, like. <laughs> That's kind of like a precursor to Zelda, you know, I mean, the, the way the, the way the camera is and everything, you know, but Zelda was like leaps and bounds ahead of that game. Only the, they were only less than 10 years apart though, you know? So crazy. Yeah. It's interesting. So, so what's one of your, what is one of your favorite Nintendo memories? I know we were talking about Sonic and stuff just now. Is there any other like just Nintendo maybe setting a high score or beating a game that was super tough or, you know, playing with the best friend when you were younger, anything like that. So uh, I, I rarely beat games when I was younger. I tried, I tried so hard. I rarely beat games reason. now. So, you know, it's cool. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Backlog for years. Um, but yeah, so I, I rarely really got those. Um, I think at one point I did send a high score into Nintendo Official Magazine using a Polaroid. Do you remember that? You had to use a Polaroid to do a screen because otherwise it wouldn't work. Oh, yeah. I sent one in. Didn't didn't get that. Um, <laughs> hey, I kept trying. Um, I don't know. The thing is, for me, so much of my childhood is, is Nintendo. So many of my memories are just surrounded by it. I think that's the main thing is that playing at my granddad's with my uncle, um, just enjoying enjoying that super, uh, the Super Nintendo that's and because I never had it myself, I was so excited to go over there and play these games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it it was really really incredible. But I mean, I think even now, it, that, it like you said, Odyssey has brought Super Mario Odyssey has brought up so many nostalgic feelings for me. Like when I got the Switch and I got that, it just everything turned on again. It was like I was I was ten again, and that's where. I really started pushing uh, my Instagram, really started uh, trying to take a lot more photos, focus on Nintendo. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know if you've seen, I've, I've got a Triforce on my head. I got a Triforce tattoo. I had to do it, man. Like, <laughs> I, I love some Zelda. Um, I think, oh, that, that would be it. I, I think one of my first ever proper girlfriends, um, and she introduced me to Ocarina of Time. And uh, I remember when, when that all went, when Pete Tong, I uh, I politely kept hold of that game. I think that might be the copy I still have. It's hers. <laughs> Probably. Is it the gold? Is it gold back. or is it gray? It is gray. But I'll tell you what, she did take a Harry Potter first edition from my from my shelf. So, yeah. I, at the time, it means nothing, right? No one cared back then. But now I bet she's laughing. I'm sat there with a gray Ocarina of Time cart. She's got I'll take the car. She can have her. There you go. There you go. <laughs> okay. So this is kind of fun. I forgot to ask this question yesterday, but this is, this is one of my favorites. What's a Nintendo game that you haven't played or haven't completed that we're all going to judge you for? No. Okay. So this is why I don't know if this was before we started recording or in the pre-chat. I mentioned about sometimes you get anxiety over a game because it could be too big or too new, or it could have changed things up a lot. I don't know if you're sort of getting where I'm going with this, but I've, I haven't put in Breath of the Wild yet. <laughs> I still haven't put it in. I'm so scared. I'm so worried. I'm going to... The hype for this is so unreal. I'm trying to get the perfect amount of time. I can't have any games coming out. Like, I want to play it right now, but you've got new Super Mario Bros. U coming out in, like, days. Um, so, yeah, I've played pretty much all... The big Switch games, I've, I've got a lot of Switch games. I think I'm getting up to close to 90 at this point, and Breath of the Wild just stares at me. Every day it stares at me and begs me to play it. And um, I think that's that's probably the worst game I could have not played, especially considering I have a Triforce tattooed on my head. Um, so yeah, there you go, Josh. Thanks. I, I just I don't even have words. NPC fam, I want you guys to take pictures of oh. of Breath of the Wild, and I want you to tag Nintendo eighty nine on your in the Instagram photos. Like, post the photos of Breath of the Wild. Maybe some oh. like some 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 condescending looks. Like, take some selfies and say, Joe, it's time. It's time, Joe. <laughs> 
you know what? I've managed to avoid all spoilers. So please, I beg you, no spoilers. I know nothing. I do not know anything about that game other than that there's some champions because I've got some amiibo. I've got the books, man. They're shot. They're sealed until that game starts. I pretty much have everything you can get for Breath of the Wild except playing it. Well, I mean... You're gonna find out that Ganondorf is Link's father. So ah! you know, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, no, I had yeah. Okay. What are you seeing in the back of my head? I'm like, oh, yep. No. Skyward Sword said otherwise. The game that no one finished. But yeah, yeah, that one. I'm not, I'm, I'm not done with that one. So. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, Breath of the Wild didn't even make it into the. Uh, it's not even like in the official timeline. Apparently, it, they're just like, nah. Yeah, I don't know how that one works. <laughs> I think there's somebody. Again, part of the reason it's scaring me from it. Where does it go? What if? What if I decide I don't like Zelda anymore? That's gonna suck. <laughs> like, you can't really go back from that, especially when everyone else loves this game. Um, I think it's that the amount of hours you can put in that game, how big it is, is just I find it a bit daunting. Um, and I, I don't, I want a hundred percent it and I know that I'm going to have to know life it and, you know, I like my job. So, well, yeah. m- maybe just have like a, like your Sunday morning coffee or tea with Zelda, you know, just, just play breath of the wild for an hour or two each Sunday morning. And, uh, you know, you'll, you'll. You could play it for the next 30 years or so and you <laughs> might have it 100% advice. But that's it. I want it all. I want, I want to play it all in one go. The problem, the problem with that game is, is when it comes to 100%ing it, is there's like 900 Korok seeds. And so it could be done. Plenty of people have done it. Pretty much everybody I know that has done it had to use a guide of some kind. You know, <laughs> because it's, they're just, they're, they're really well hidden and they're everywhere and the, the place is huge. But, uh, um, Man, you, if you get into any kind of gaming lull, that's you gotta you gotta do it. Like, yeah, you'll thank me. Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah. Do you know what, Josh? I think, especially after this conversation and realizing just how ridiculous it all is, I think I've got, as soon as we come off, I'm gonna. Fuck it in. I think I've got a choice at this stage. Um, I just want to see the I'm, empty yeah. wrapper. Like, I see it on your Instagram. I just want to see the case with the empty wrapper next to it. Like, oh it's, no, it's open, man! It's open. Look, I, I've got, I've got Nendroids. I've got all the, all the stuff. I own, I own it all. I can say, and it's, it's well open. I, I had to get my Nintendo coins, right? <laughs> right, of course. You the gotta, point. Yeah, you gotta have that. You, know, you have to do that within two years, and at this stage, who knows when I'll find it? So. <laughs> oh man. Well, that's. I mean, hey, yeah. that like we we are definitely judging you. So just know. just I, know I know that you're being judged, and you know you're probably gonna get some messages. But like, just do it. Just be kind, guys. Be kind. All right. I just get a message on Instagram. Apologies, your account has been deleted. <laughs> 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 oh my 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 so hey let's talk about your instagram because that's kind of like that's where you that's the content you make right no youtube yes. right now no twitch nothing like that Not at the moment no just just instagram which is cool like it's a it's a great great platform so talk to us about it like when when did nintendo 89 become a thing so nintendo 89 um that started i've always like Nintendo. So whenever you do a name in a game, it would be Nintendo. Obviously, play on Nintendo, if anyone didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and then 89, year I'm born. And so, and like yourself, with the 64. So Nintendo 89, that's that's how I got to the name. Um, I was not and- born in 64, just throwing that out there. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make that very clear. I was not born in 64. Go ahead. <laughs> and so... What I wanted to do is, as I said, I the Switch Odyssey, my love for Nintendo was just getting bigger and bigger. I did a photography degree within which I did a lot of um, toy photography. I was really into kid robot stuff. I don't know if you've ever come across it. It's this vinyl toy designer thing. Um, it's a kid robot. And I was massively into that, so I did loads of photos of that. And then I sort of thought, well, hold on. Why can't I bring in my love of gaming into, into my love of taking photos and um, so prior to the nintendo 89 i had my own instagram account and lots of playstation stuff on there a lot of ps4 um and since the day the switch came i got into my hands i've i've unplugged my ps4 and i haven't played it um i've got red dead 2 just sat here again looking at me sad 
Um, <laughs> but <laughs> um, I really, really just wanted to share my love for Nintendo. And what I found when I went on there is so did so many other people. And there's this massive, massive community right now on Instagram. And it doesn't matter how many followers you have. It doesn't matter, um, uh, you know, really what you create. So long as you're, you're, you're doing the best that you can. If, does that make sense? So long as you are putting effort in and that can be seen. Um, I think if we were all just every day just taking a picture of us holding up a game, I mean, that can be a bit boring. Um, there are those accounts which do incredible, but they've got thousands and thousands of pictures of their huge game collections. And when you've got thousands of games, I don't know how else you could do it. Um, I try and be a bit more creative with my photos. Um, like yourself, um, I I like to, to sometimes play on ideas, play on perspective. Um, and yeah, I, I'm just loving it so much. I'm loving the interaction with the community. Um, we're looking at doing some... Uh, insta gamer meetups things like this and it's just becoming huge um and i love looking at other people's content it's so addictive looking at all the different nintendo photos um things that people are putting up there there's the huge nendoroid thing at the moment there's um instagram pages full of little marios and little little uh links mm. um just doing random things like having tea in a cabin i mean I, it's it's so inventive, so clever, and so cool. Well, in Nintendo um, of UK, they repost a lot of those. It seems like like they do. There's a couple of them, and um, they did invite when Labo came out. A lot of Instagrammers got to go there. Um, another really really great Instagrammer that um, I I have been following for a while. Um, he he managed to go there. It's Nintendo sixty four. Okay. If you've come across him yet, but um, he's amazing. Um, his content is incredible and he, I believe, is now working alongside Instagram. Um, and what he did is he, he Curious Herring, I think it was another one, um, Hillian Crossing, Nintendo Kersey, all these people went to the Labo event. So what Nintendo UK did is they pulled these Insta gamers who are focused on Nintendo and they, they brought them over and used them to sort of publicize Nintendo. And I think that's incredible. I mean, I give anything to work for Nintendo. I guess that's a massive thing with my Instagram. Notice me, Nintendo. Um, let, let me come work for you. I'll do anything. Um, nah. <laughs> but that, and I would love to do a lot more photography in terms of gaming, in terms of um, in terms of advertising, things like that. But for right now, what it's about is being part of that community. It's about um, sharing what I love, um, being inventive, and yeah, just an excuse to buy a lot of Nintendos. No, it's awesome, man. It's great. What like for me, Instagram is going to be a huge focus for my brand and and everything, because it's one of those things that it's it's the one of the easiest places to put out evergreen content. And you can also it's more than just taking a photograph, right? Like you got video, of course, which is something I've been I've been working with um, more and more. And the, the tools that are available on your phone. Right. Even the, the, the cameras are so good now. The I mean, I have professional photography gear and I take most of my photos with my phone because it's so fast. Right. Because, I mean, time is still valuable to me. So if I can put up a, a, a good looking shot that I've edited in Photoshop Express on my phone. <laughs> right. And then and and then it, it goes up on Instagram and then I can write some long copy if I want to. It doesn't just have to be like um Hey, do you like this? And then a bunch of hashtags like uh, my last post that I did of Super Mario Bros. 2, like it, it was a long piece of copy talking about like kind of my memories with that game and my best friend who I who, you know, passed when we were younger. And that was like I play through that game once a year or try to at least just to kind of keep his memory alive and that kind of stuff. And so you can, you can, you can put stories out there. Like it is, it's such a great platform and there's just so much interaction. You've got Twitter. That's like a lot of noise, you know, you just, you have people that yeah. follow 6,000 other people and it's like, you can't see anything, you know, you just, you can't, you don't, you don't see much. And uh, so what, how have you been growing your Instagram? Because I would encourage people like, look, if you're thinking about getting into content creation, the the best place to start right now is Instagram, right? Yeah, it, because you can, you can, you can take a photo a day. You could take two photos a day. You can, you could start building your brand right now with just your phone. 
with just your phone. You don't have to have the computer. You don't have to like, you know, you can go live on Instagram. You can, I mean, there's, there's a ton you can do with it. So what, what are some things like, how do you find out like the right hashtags to use and, and that kind of stuff, or just to get involved with the community? What, what, what's the right way to do it? Because I can tell you the real quick, the wrong way is to just follow a bunch of people and then unfollow everybody. It doesn't, yeah, that's it doesn't wrong work. <laughs> it doesn't work. You want to build relationships. People aren't just numbers. They're people, right? So, so you know, build, build those relationships. So what, what, what are some things you'd recommend? So, uh, massively is engaging with your own community. So, um, that, what I mean by that is if sort of have a, have a theme to your page, if, if that's what you're wanting to do, if you are wanting to create content, um, and promote yourself on the platform of Instagram, um, you've got obviously people who do personal accounts. So it's, it's me eating my lunch. It's this, it's that. But if, if like yourself and like me, if you're wanting to promote something like Nintendo, make sure you're going to follow other Nintendo Instagram, um, other people, other similar content created. Um, that's the first thing is so not to unvote, to start following things and people that you like. What that's going to do is going to create a really interesting feed for yourself. Um, and it's going to show you the sort of things that, um, a sort of trending. So like you said, the hashtags, you can start seeing what other people are, are tagging. Um, you know, there's an Instagram. That's a huge one right now for, for myself. And that's something that we in the community sort of created, right? That wasn't there before. Um, I just Nintendo. It's another one. It just, there's all these. Um, so use hashtags that other, it kind of sounds cheeky, but that other people are using in order to, to put more content out there. But likewise, hashtag Nintendo, you're going to be lost into a, into a mass of nothing. Um, whereas if you do different hashtags, you are going to, like like I said, hashtag Instagram, what that's going to do is you're more likely to be seen by other people when they're looking at that hashtag or when they type in Nintendo, maybe it's going to pop up a bit more likely. Um, and for my understanding, so yeah, that- like when you type in a hashtag, if you're, you know, if you're new to this stuff, it's going to, it's going to show you how many posts have that hashtag used. Nintendo's is like the like millions and millions. Right. So that's why if, if you, the whole idea of hashtags, which I don't even know that a lot of people realize is it's, is it's for, it's for keywords, right? It's so that you could search hashtag Nintendo and then find all of the photos. That's what it was for when it, when it was being used on, on Twitter and things like that, when it was first, but then what happened is people were doing like, like hashtag, I went out to lunch today and it's like, no, this isn't like this. You're, <laughs> the, the, so the point of it is to um, make it so that you show up within certain searches. And then uh, like what, like what Joe is saying, like keep, look for things that have numbers that are under a million or under 500,000, because then you're going to be more visible to, um, uh, to, to, a, to an audience that might, you know, interact or, or be able to find, you know, and the, the beauty of it is you can use up to like 30 hashtags. One of the things I've heard is don't, don't just copy and paste the same ones every time because you'll Instagram will kick you out of the algorithm, right? All of this stuff is about trying to get found and playing along with the algorithm of Instagram. It's the same for YouTube. It's the same for all that stuff. So you gotta, you gotta play nice and kind of play by the rules. They, the algorithm is searching for the closest to organic as possible. So that's why if you're just copy and pasting, they're like, Oh, that could be a bot. We're not going to throw it up in the, you know, it's not going to go up in the, the explore section or whatever. It's likewise. Don't go around liking a billion pictures or like you're saying, friending thousands of accounts, hoping that they're going to like you back and then you can just delete them. Cause that's not going to work. Instagram and other Insta Instagrammers are going to see that. And they're, it's not going to help you at all. Um, it's just not how to use the platform. Likewise, don't take anyone else's photo without crediting it or asking their permission first. I mean, it's something we've seen a, quite a bit recently. Um, but, and again, if you see someone else's picture, shout them out. Just be like, hey, don't be rude. Just be like, hey, is, isn't this one of yours? Um, I, I did that yesterday to one of my friends. because, And you know when it is because this account just pops up. They have, uh, they're following like a thousand people. They've got 10 followers and then, they have all these pictures from nowhere. Um, Dude, I try to be original I, with the content, right? I, I, yeah, exactly. And have fun. 
that's the other thing. Like, just have fun. Don't, don't look at it as strictly building a brand, like, like build relationships and let that be what your brand is known for. That's, you know, that's, that's going to be, that's going to pay dividends down the road. Like, you know, depending on how, how far you, you take your brand. But it's funny you say like, don't steal other people's photos. Like I literally like, you know, YouTube search, like how to grow Instagram followers, just kind of curious on what literally the videos I saw were go and look for the most popular photos or videos, copy them. (laughs) And then you can, you can get some of the viral juice from them. And I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Like, that it's uh it, it will work I, mean, I shouldn't say this but i mean that will work because people will think that you're the other person however you'll get found out and that's it <laughs> and you will get found out you steal from someone it's stealing it's someone's intellectual property they've created it's right. a it's a big deal yeah just don't do it don't be a jerk yeah no. so i mean it's a it's it's a passion project right yeah completely and that's okay so I think that's it. If you view it as a business, it, it, people will see it as that. If you if you are showing things that it doesn't matter if you're not showing Nintendo, it could, it could be literally anything. I, I suggest having a theme to your account. A lot of people like even having a theme to their pictures. I don't know if anyone's noticed on mine, but I now try and have. I <laughs> recently started integrating pictures of myself. That's something else I'd say is quite important on Instagram. It's so easy to take pictures of a game case or of games all collected together. But Joe, I always lose followers when my face ends up on my Instagram. (laughs) You're wrong. That's not true. No, like putting yourself out there, it does. Are you seeing my face, Joe? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. But that's, I mean, that, that, that does happen, right? Like you, you have all these, you have all this theme going and then all of a sudden you, you put a picture of yourself and like. I've, I've literally, I've like, oh my gosh, I lost 10 followers today or whatever. It was like, oh, that's too bad. Again, though, so, so what I do. Perhaps the I mean, mystery was more that. exciting. But no, but it, when you do that picture of yourself, if it's just, hey, it's me eating a hamburger, hey. That, yeah, do you know what I mean? No, people are going to not enjoy that. But what I try and do, for example, when I start putting myself out there, was using Nintendo product so yeah. wear nintendo t-shirts things like that and so it's more within the theme of my account i'm not gonna um post a half nude picture of myself with a game controller because no i'm not gonna well i might get some followers but i guess it might be the wrong kind of um <laughs> yeah it's just oh maybe i should if you want me to do that just maybe hit me up um <laughs> No. Um, but like you said, the other thing, if you to become to put yourself out there a bit more, stories. Um, so the stories is where you can put those things of your day. Um, what are you doing? Um, oh, this is the game I'm playing right now. Stories is, they're temporary, right? Um, don't overload. Don't put like 100 stories a day because oh, are so boring and then people will unfollow you because they want to see other people's stories. Keep them limited, but... Put those stories up there. Get get yourself out there. Put a bit of you on your Instagram page. I honestly do feel that makes a difference. From pages I've seen, from people I've spoken to, I do think it makes a difference. People want to engage, right? They want to, just like you want to engage, they want to engage with you. And seeing that face, it makes a huge difference, I think. Yeah, it, yeah it does. It does. And the, the, my point, even with bringing up like the loss of like, you just can't worry about that. That's not the point of it. Like the point of it is just no. to have fun, express yourself, you get to take photos, you get to take video, you get to tell your story, just have a blast with it. Have a blast. And if you're a streamer, like if you're on Twitch or you're any other kind of content creator, the, if you're on one other platform, make it Instagram, right? Because I see so many like Twitch streamers that are like, I'm being consistent and I'm firing my stream up every day. That would be like a television, uh, channel, saying, Hey, we're going to put this show on at the same time every day, but we're never going to air a commercial to let anybody know about it. Right. And and in today's world where like, if, if they, if they have an Instagram that says, Hey, this show's going to be on and we've built a, and TV's not even a TV, such a dying, uh, it's, 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 it's just a dying medium. Right. But, but the point is 
your social media can be a commercial for your main content, right? And I say commercial lightly, I'm saying it as a means, a commercial is a way of letting people know that you're there and that you exist to just fire up a Twitch stream every day. It's not going to, you're probably not going to see any growth. You can then share your clips on Instagram, on Twitter, that kind of stuff. It's a place to, you know, just really grow your brand and, and let people see what you're about. Let them see what they're missing in your Twitch stream. That's where that's going to happen. It's not going to happen on Twitch. You're not going to show up in an algorithm. People aren't going to probably find you organically. So put some time into that old Instagram, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And well, that's it. Like I said, and as you said, you've just, it's just having that passion. If you're not passionate about it, if you're trying to do it, to try. Oh yeah, if you're trying to make money, no, like there is no money to be made in on like through. Well, as far as I'm aware, in promoting yourself, yeah, you can start getting partners, things like this. But if you go into it trying to make money, that's daft. Just don't do it. Um, use. So what I'm personally, I chose Instagram as my initial platform, and I'm trying to grow a base there. Just I mean, that wasn't something that I originally started out to do, but it's something that I'm now organically doing. Um, So yeah, eventually I do intend to have a YouTube channel. I intend to stream when I play games from now on, because I mean, I play a lot and Mm -hmm. it would be fun to engage with people. Um, But I mean, it's daunting, right? There's so many people doing it. I'll be up against people like you, Josh. It's going to fail. Yeah, but but it's not competition, right? Like if if you put out quality stuff... Then you have people that are already ahead of you that are like, hey, go check this guy out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like I, I don't view I don't view any other streamer as competition because it's foolish, right? Because what it does, and I and and please don't don't take any offense to this, but it gives opportunity for excuse that does not belong there. Like excuse doesn't deserve excuses don't deserve that power. Right. Like they don't deserve that power to say, you know, you don't have to don't view anybody as competition because you have something unique that you're going to bring to the table and build your community around. And that's and that's really, I mean, and that's for everybody, like just build a community and and love the people that show up. Like, you know, how many how many uh, years I streamed for one or two people. But I loved it because those same people would show up day in and day out. Why? They have Netflix they could watch. They have they have HBO they could watch. They have a million other streamers, yet they decide to come spend time with me. And you just you just you love that community from the very beginning. And amazing things happen, you know? And that's and so don't don't ever don't ever sell yourself short and don't it's 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 so it's just poison to 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 compare yourself to somebody else because you know you're, everybody's from different circumstances we I, we you just you can't you just put your head down and do your work and don't worry about what the other guys doing that's that's you a, hear that kids that's you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> well yeah really like because there's so many reasons that we can give to why we shouldn't do something right and i mean I I work my tail off for for this stuff, but I love it. I love it. Like it, what's funny is I work like you know, I have a 40 hour a week job and then I probably work close to another 40 doing my my content. And I would work another 80 doing content just to not have to do the 40. You know what I'm saying? Like like I would I would spend but because it doesn't feel like work. It's just, it's just something I love. There's, there's so much passion there that I don't, I don't, it's not like I, I, I wake up on Monday and go, oh man, I'm going to have to stream this afternoon. It's like, okay, can it be <laughs> afternoon yet? You know what I mean? Like, can I, can it be Tuesday night so we can podcast again? I just love it. I love it. And so, you know, and, and, and it, again, it goes back to the same thing we were talking with Instagram. If you love it, you're not going to worry about the numbers. You're not going to worry about being compared to somebody else because you're doing it for the love of the game. Right. And that's, that's, that's when success can come or go or whatever. You just, you just love it. And you'll have a lot more fun along the way (laughs) versus looking like if you always look at numbers and you always like, you'll just frustrate yourself. But that's the point you hit on so well, especially with Instagram. I mean, you will lose 
Oh, uh, I'd say on average, you're looking at 10 followers a day, maybe, once you start getting into bigger numbers. The reason that is because Instagram goes, well, I'd like to hope part of the reason of that, Instagram goes <laughs> through and deletes bots. They delete them regularly. So you, you're going to get a lot of bots following you. So please don't be disheartened when they when they go. And again, don't focus on the number, just like Josh is saying, because that's that shouldn't be what you're there for. You should be there to share your content. And um, yeah. Yeah. Put out the put out the best Sorry. content you can, right? That's that's what it's about. So, Nintendo, tell us where we can find you, and thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks, Josh. So you can find me at on Instagram at Nintendo eighty nine. Um, drop me a message. Um, jump on the story, and yeah, thanks so much for letting me be a part of your world, Josh. Oh, dude, absolutely. Absolutely. This was, uh, like you said, I'm like, I kind of just fly by the seat of my pants. Like, you know, <laughs> like, okay, hey, you want to do a podcast? When works for you? Uh, today? Perfect. <laughs> let's, let's do it, you know? So, and that's how, that's how I want to do these things. So guys, uh, reach out to me, right? Like, I, I want to, I want to start getting as, as, as many people scheduled for interviews as possible. If, if, you know, you're, you're, you've got an Instagram, you've got, you've got YouTube that you're, that you're working towards. Like, you know, I, I, I want you to reach out. I can't say, I'm not gonna be able to say yes to everybody. I know because that's a, you know, that's, there's, there's, there's a lot of people that listen and everything like that. But, um, I want to start getting a schedule going so that like we can fill up this time, uh, getting to know you guys, getting to hear these stories of, of you growing up with Nintendo. So, um, please reach out. My DMS are open on Twitter. You can DM me on Instagram. It, it'd be awesome. So if you want to follow me guys, it's N64 Josh everywhere, Twitter, Twitch, Snapchat, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, even with the pictures of cats. That's what, that's all Facebook's good for anymore. It seems like, um, we have a Facebook group. If you go to n64josh.com slash Facebook group, you can, uh, you can hang out there. We've got a growing group over there. The discord, another great place to come hang out. N64josh.com slash discord. If you want to get yourself a free book from audible, go to audibletrial.com slash NPC. So many good books to choose from. Go check, you know, console wars ready player one books i cannot recommend enough go check them out the chair i'm sitting in from opc go to n64josh.com slash opc you'll automatically save ten dollars at checkout and if you want to get an extra podcast go to patreon.com slash n64josh just a dollar and that dollar goes a long way so thank you guys so much everybody that supports me already i greatly greatly appreciate it all right so if you have a second you want to rate and review on iTunes? Let me know. Do you like these interview shows? Are you stoked that we're going to have so much more podcasts going out? Let me know. I had somebody tweet at me yesterday, like, how do you already have two in one day? What is going on here? You know, so, you know, but that's that's what I want to do. I just want to get I told Joe I'm doing more. He's like, what do you say? You're you're a mailman, right? And so, yeah, exactly. Like, that, he's like, I'm I, like, he just he eats uh, he eats content up. Keep right? coming. So, Keep yeah. coming. so there you go, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye now. <laughs>